0: Time for the only radio show of its kind. Auctioneers of antiques, collectors of cool, veterans of vintage. It's the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. For the next hour, enjoy great information about buying and selling antiques and collectibles and some interesting stories. Now, the Donnelly Auctions Hour.
1: Welcome to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Thank you for joining us again on this beautiful Saturday. We are here every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. All you have to say is, Alexa, play the answer, Chicago. I've had friends tell me, I don't have a radio. How do I listen to you guys? Just ask Alexa. Play the answer, Chicago. This week we're talking about antique phonographs, music boxes, and radios. Hi, I'm Susan, co-owner of Donley Auctions in Union, Illinois. I am here today with my business and life partner, Randy Donley. We're going to answer some of these questions for you today. Hi, Randy.
2: Hey, Susan.
1: How's your voice?
2: Uh, It's getting better. I I, uh, I he really doesn't sound like that normally. Once again, uh, if you're judging me by my voice, (laughs) I'm not really a grumpy old man. I'm. I'm just old. Um,
1: <laughs> this week we're talking about, as I mentioned, antique phonographs, antique music boxes, and antique radios. I think everyone would like to know if those phonographs you have in your basement that you got from Grandma Grandpa, are they worth anything today? What about those old records? You know, Is there uh, a market for that?
2: I want to back up and say, has this not been a crazy, crazy week at the auction hall? I mean oh, yeah. we, have been on the, there. we have been on the road um, up in Milwaukee picking up an antique phonograph collection. We've been in St. Louis picking up uh, uh camera collection. Camera collection, mm-hmm. camera, photographs, images from the camera oh, hall goodness. of
1: fame. We've been busy, busy,
2: busy. And uh even today, uh, uh my brother Mike is is out on uh, on another run uh picking merchandise up. So um, it's it's been crazy around Donnelly Auctions, but uh, thank God for that.
1: That's a good thing. Uh, today we're just going to focus on antique music in general. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. You might have something we're looking for. But just as a quick reminder, let's tell everybody real quick what we talked about last week. In case you missed us, don't miss us again. Here's what happened last week.
2: Oh, my God. Last week we were uh, talking about military memorabilia. And uh, just as a reminder, of course, um, we need you to tell us what you have because we still do have time to get you in our, our next coming uh, military auction. Which Well, is, not
1: just, yeah, military, but how about those firearms? Well, firearms was, and military, right? That was right? a
2: big And we need you to tell us what we, you have, share any provenance with us. And provenance, once again, is the, the, the proof or the story behind what you have and, and so on. Always important. Uh, we just need uh, you to send us a photo or two. And um, you can drop us a uh, email at DonleyAuctions at outlook dot com, or go to our website donleyauctions.com, and uh, complete the request form there. Give us a day or two, and we'll uh, give you an honest and fair evaluation of your items. All you need to do again is send us some photos, and then uh, we can discuss the next steps of uh, uh, what you have, uh, whether or not uh, there are items that you can uh, drop off with us, or if you need a uh, crew. Uh, to pick up, and uh, that's right. We'll it's get that easy.
1: There. It's that easy. We want to keep yeah. it simple. We know you're overwhelmed with items in your house. You're trying to downsize. Mm-hmm. You're trying to move. Someone has passed away. What do you do with everything? But, Give us a call. Don the Auctions is here to help.
2: Yeah, but that's just a recap from last week. Uh, now, this week, we're going to be talking about our upcoming phonograph, music box, and radio auction, correct? That's,
1: that's right. And I believe we're scheduling that for March 25th and 26th. It's a Saturday wow. and a Sunday. Uh-huh.
2: That's close in it's, auction world.
1: It's coming up. So there's still time to consign, but we want to focus on the types of things we're talking about. For example, last week we got a call from a listener who said, I have my mom's Victor Victrola 100 upright machine. Yeah. What is that worth, Randy?
2: Well, and here, here, here's the sad thing. You know, right now we're, we're going to be talking about this, why certain items are dropping in value. But a, a Victor 100 um, eh, probably 10 years ago was worth three, dollars $400. Mm-hmm. And today... Today, that machine is only worth uh, about 100 Wow. Uh, yeah, it's, it's dropped that much. And why? Um, because we don't think that young collectors understand, uh, first, what phonographs are and how to find them. So that's, uh, again, what we want to explain to young people, uh, that they're in the driver's seat right now because phonographs and music boxes which have never been on the market for the last 20 years because they've been all collected up Mm -hmm. in these collections are now back on the market, coming to the market via auctions. So all these things that you thought you could first never obtain because they were all collected up. And secondly, the prices were way sky high. Now is the prime time for young people in their twenties and thirties to be entering this hobby uh, because you know, Uh, Susan, back in the days when the phonograph hobby even took place, when this started, um, the hobby really started in the 1960s. And in the 1960s, all the collectors that are now uh, relinquishing their their collections— they were only 20, 30 years old. They were the collectors um, uh, of that generation and buying phonographs and everything. But at that time, phonographs and music boxes and radios and everything, they were in homes. They were in old, closed-up stores and in basements and, and, and everything. Well, all these 20- and 30-year-old collectors collected them up. They bought them up out of the houses, used to run ads and everything in newspapers and bought all this stuff up. So now, again, uh, uh, it's really hard to find because it's been collected up. So all the newcomers uh, into the, the field of collecting don't even think in terms of finding phonographs and music boxes because where do you get them? Right. Well, it's a new way of collecting. Now you obtain these things via auctions. That's the real way to, to buy and collect nowadays. The old days of finding them in the home is pretty much over. Um, but um, but they're, they're, again, resurfacing. Uh, these huge collections are resurfacing now in auctions such as Donley Auctions, donleyauctions.com. And uh, we've got a great selection coming up.
1: We're probably going to have at least one or two, maybe three phonograph auctions this year with everything that's right. coming in, on the market in, in right 20, now so 2023
2: alone will be having probably, probably two to three. three major
1: major collections yeah. coming on oh, coming yeah. on board so sure. stay tuned to that DonleyAuctions.com for the calendar uh, you know I want want to hit on the young collectors again my daughter Kelsey is 27 yeah doesn't yeah. collect anything doesn't want a big upright phonograph or anything like that. So we're looking, you know, she's looking to get a tabletop with a nice, beautiful horn and everything. She's like, Mom, I don't want to listen to those old records. You know, I want to listen to Panic at the Disco or Michael Bublé. How am I supposed to do that through one of these old phonographs?
2: You know, certainly she can't do that with an antique phonograph, but at least having one in the house, she's got the look.
1: Yeah, it's a great home decor piece, if anything at all. And I told her, I said, just take your Bluetooth speaker set it in the speaker, and then you can play whatever music you want off of Spotify.
2: Yeah, and, <laughs> and you know, phonograph collecting is interesting because there's such a wide, wide variety of machines. Um, the invention took place back in 1877, and it was a cylinder, a cylinder tube. We always, uh, when people say, well, what what is a cylinder record? We say, well, look at a toilet paper roll or a toilet paper tube, you know, <laughs> when you're done at the end. Uh, the, and that's what a record used to look like, a cylinder Mm-hmm. record. Um, and they are made the, of wax. And, and it were exactly. Wax. Very soft, very fragile, breakable. And then uh, uh, back in about 1895, the disc or flat record, as we know it, came out. Um, so, you can, you know, collect cylinder phonographs, disc phonographs, phonographs with horns, phonographs that have internal horns, upright phonographs, console phonographs. There's such a wide variety. And the horns alone are interesting because so many of these horns were actually hand-painted. And hand-painted um, almost as an accessory where you could go in and have your, hand, uh, your horn painted to match the wallpaper in your home. Wow. That's what, uh, what they used to do. Which is and, coming
1: back to wallpaper. And that's coming why the so big flower
2: pattern. patterns in in phonograph horns, because so many of the early Victorian wallpaper had uh, flowers in it.
1: Well, we want to talk more about that in our next segment, so stay tuned. We're talking today about antique phonographs, antique music boxes, and antique radios. Some of you may have something out there that you did not realize was worth, was worth anything today. So Randy is going to explain a little bit about that coming up next again our auction for our next phonograph uh auction is march 25th right, and 26th right. so mark your calendar for that you can always check us out at donley auctions with an s DonleyAuctions.com for our complete calendar for the year we're working on that every day and if you ever want to stop out and visit us here at Donley Auctions. Come on out. Our address is 8512 South Union Road in Union, Illinois. We're there Monday through Friday from 9 to 5. Again, if you have anything you'd like to consign with us, go to donleyauctions.com or you can even email us at DonnellyAuctions at Outlook.com, phone number 815. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour right here on AM 560. The answer, don't go anywhere.
0: They've been called auctioneers of antiques, collectors of cool, even veterans of vintage, and they can introduce themselves. Thanks for listening. This is the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM 560. The answer.
1: Welcome back to the Donley Auctions Hour, collectors of cool. Isn't that great? Don't you love when you say I that? I love that. I love that. Line, yeah. <laughs> I'm Susan and this is Randy. We are with Donley Auctions in Union, Illinois. Do you know where that's at? It's like 60 miles west of Chicago, out in the country. We're right off of I 90, not too far away, real easy to get in and out. But today, folks, we're talking about antique phonographs, music boxes, and radios. Randy, would you agree? That you are an expert in this field.
2: Well, w- without a doubt, Susan. I mean, I'm not trying to. Toot you
1: can my brag horn here. No, but, you uh, have to brag. The
2: actually, the uh, the Donnelly family created the antique phonograph show back in uh, the early 1970s. And you know, before the phonograph show, people didn't have computers. There was no way for them to find each other and know anything about the hobby who other collectors were. There was no network or community and uh, no way to find each other. So the phonographs show... Uh, turned out to be an international event right in Union, Illinois.
1: And it was founded by your father.
2: My father, Larry Donnelly, uh, probably one of the uh, biggest all-time collectors uh, you could imagine. He collected everything. He started on Maxwell Street in Chicago collecting antique phonographs. Every Sunday, we used to have to go out to Maxwell Street and, and walk the the streets up and down until... Larry would find a phonograph, and <laughs> um, and then guess who got to carry it back to the car? Oh, well, of course. Gee, Randy, um, here's a phonograph. Get it back to the car, uh, then meet up with me. Well, this went on and on and on. We started the phonograph show in um, 1973, 74, something like that, and we started it under a tent. It only had eight exhibitors at the very first one. And by the end of its run, you know, we ran this now for uh, almost 50 years. And at the end of our our last phonograph show, uh, it was attended by thousands of people from Mm -hmm. all over the world. People were flying in from uh, Korea, Japan, China, England. I mean, just to come to this event out in the middle of nowhere in Union, Illinois, it was really crazy.
1: How many founding members are left?
2: Well... You know, we just uh, were at a wake uh, actually last night. Uh, I hate to say, and um, uh, the only founding member of the original phonograph the original show left, eight. It, yeah, it, it is is my father, it's Larry, uh, Donnelly. Larry Donnelly, ninety two years old, <laughs> still an active buyer. How is it Larry? Oh, he's the character. So, but let's get back to the phonographs themselves. Um, phonograph collecting has been uh, a big hobby for the last fifty years uh but it's dwindling the 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 buyers uh are just getting old mm-hmm. and we're looking for that next generation of collectors uh to to find these things and- you know
1: i saw i noticed that the phonograph shows that the youngest people there were probably in their early 20s, and there were only one or two of them.
2: Yeah, there's not That's
1: many. it. There aren't many. We need to get the word out that now is the time to buy for you younger folks.
2: But, you know, at the resurgence of uh, phonographs, when when these guys all started collecting, prices went through the roof. Um, phonographs that were 25 $50, $100, suddenly are $1,000, $2,000, $5,000. And over the years, at our auctions... We've set prices, uh, world prices of of phonographs, and this might the names might not mean anything to some of our listeners out there. But a, a Class E Edison treadle phonograph sold for sixty three thousand dollars. Berliner phonographs, early hand crank uh, machines, sold for twenty nine thousand, twenty six thousand. Uh, A Kramer hand-crank phonograph sold for $50,000. These prices just went crazy and, unfortunately, out of touch to most and many collectors. So that's why we believe collecting dwindled and and started dying off uh, in, in the hobby because things got too expensive. Well, now, again, prices are back to reality you can buy phonographs, you know, just as I was saying earlier about the gentleman's um, Victrola 100, a phonograph that used to sell for $400 is down to $100. Right.
1: So, so what, do, what do you advise him to do with that?
2: Well, uh, if that's a, a machine he could sell locally or hang on to it for $100, do you really want to take it out of the family and spending right. the family all those years, but my point being for new collectors, for people looking for machines right now that would want to start a hobby, this is a, a great time to, to uh, you know, Some just at least machines. go to Donnelly Auctions and, and look at the phonograph collections. We'll have it up online in what, a couple of weeks?
1: Uh, I would say a few weeks, yes.
2: Yep, yep, yep. So, again, being a perfect time to start uh, collecting, I mean, it's not only phonographs. Um, All kinds of musical uh, uh, treasures like music boxes, radios. I mean, we've got all kinds of things that all tie into the same hobby. Uh, Music boxes are are so interesting. Uh, They came out, oh, way back in the the 1840s, 1850s, and they predated the phonograph, you know, by so many years. Uh, uh, A music box actually is... A musical instrument. It's a musical instrument that's being played automatically by the aid of a cylinder or a disc. And what it really does is it makes that a early form of computer, Susan. Hmm. Um, it's a musical instrument being played by a pre-programmed disc. How neat is that? Right. A computer, a computerized musical instrument back in the 1850s, 1860s. People never think of it that way, but but that's just a fact.
1: And they're beautiful pieces. They're hand painted, made of nice wood, Could,
2: carved wood, carved yeah. cabinets. Yeah, just very beautiful. nice. So and know, the and the music is beautiful. Music is beautiful. They're, uh, uh, they they date from. I would have to say from, again, the 1850s all the way until the 1895 period. By by the 1900s, they were already out of fashion because now phonographs had taken over, had taken over the musical uh, interest of, of people to, to have in their homes. Um, the, the, the phonographs, you know, the invention takes place in 1877, and now people can really hear the real sound. There was no pre-recorded sound, Susan, before a phonograph. Imagine that. I mean, none of us alive today can imagine life without no, pre-recorded cannot. sound. But imagine what that must have been like in the 1870s when all of a sudden somebody comes up with a machine that actually plays a human voice.
1: Wow.
0: I mean,
2: that's Here's just a crazy.
1: Fun fact, too, for everybody out there. Do you know what the first recorded song is we'll come up with the answer to that in our next segment. Ah, you're going to hold. I'm going to hold one. you on uh, that one too. The first recorded song. If you know what it was and who who recorded it,
2: uh, let well, us, let uh, us know. Actually, I do. I'm cheating, you know so I'm you, not, you I'm, should I'm, know the answer but, to
1: this one. But I also want to know, Randy, real quick. Can you tell us how you would date a music box?
2: Well, there's many ways, Susan. I, I mean, you can you can date it by um, being hand crank or key wind, key wind being the earliest, and then hand cranks came out, uh, but then they put a ratchet wind in there. Um, So you you can date, you know, the uh, ratchet winds in the 1870s. By the 1880s, 1890s, they went back to crank again. So it depends on being a cylinder, the, the type of cranking mechanism. Uh, or a disc. Uh, there's just again so many features, and of course the the, the manufacturer we can tell right away. So it's pretty wow. easy to date a, um, a, a a music box. We can uh, help with that.
1: I I thought it was just with a little dinner and dancing. <laughs> no. Okay. Well.
2: Okay, Well, Susan. thank you
1: for that information, Randy. So we're uh, we're going to
2: start the Susan Comedy Hour on Saturdays <laughs> at uh, maybe more people uh, will uh, tune uh, one, in. You one never o'clock. Know
1: you never mm-hmm. know. But I do want people to think about what they have because you might see a big wooden box in the garage buried somewhere, you know, ask us about it. We can tell you if it's worth anything or not.
2: You know, yes, Randy knows all it. this. Yeah. Uh call us, uh email us and uh, you we're happy to to look at photographs and tell you what you have and approximate values.
1: That's what that's what they need to know. We want to help you Downsize, uh, you know, move forward with some collectibles you don't know what to do with. We're not only here to help you, Donley Auctions is here to partner with you. We want to treat the items that you're selling with us as if they're our own items. So, coming up, who was the the first phonograph recording? That's the question. You're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour here every Saturday at 1 o'clock on AM 560. The answer.
0: Listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM 560. The answer.
1: Welcome back to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. I'm Susan.
2: And I'm Randy Donnelly. We're
1: with the Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. Welcome back to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Glad you could join us. So, the question I had asked in the last segment was What is the very first phonograph recording? And the answer is.
2: Mary had a little lamb. Thomas Edison spoke those words into a uh, a machine called a phonograph in December December sixth, eighteen seventy seven. The first yes. recording.
1: Thank you, Thomas Edison. You know his birthday's coming up, February eleventh. I think we're going to do a tribute to Thomas Edison that day. So we Look, could spend hours talking to Thomas about Thomas Edison. Oh so. my
2: goodness! Imagine th- this is the world's greatest inventor of all time. Uh, 1,100 in- inventions in his lifetime. And, and just to name a few, I mean, the antique phonograph in 1877 gives us pre-recorded sound. In 1879, he comes up with the electric light bulb, giving us, you know, nighttime Changed lighting. Uh, uh, oh, my goodness. And then he comes up with the motion picture camera. Uh, after that, I mean, uh, creates entire industries. You know, without motion pictures, I mean, imagine life without those three things, without prerecorded sound, without lights, and without without motion pictures. Just three of his 1,100 inventions. Thank you, Thomas Edison. So his birthday's
1: coming up February 11th. We'll be talking more about that. That's actually next week. So let's
2: uh, do something next Saturday.
1: Okay, we can do that. Today we're going to continue talking about antique music. Right now we're going to talk about antique radios. Right, and What you know, to look for.
2: We talk about all the time stuff that you could possibly find in your homes and your basements and everything. You know, there's two two parts of this show. One, we're trying to help you clean out or sell what you have uh, through our auction. But also, those of you who are interested in collecting, uh, we need you to know what's available at auction.
1: And we're going to talk about that, too, in a future episode it- how to bid at one of our auctions? So stay tuned for wow, that and come back and listen. Yeah, they yeah. got to know how to do that as well. So get back to antique radios. You know, what it's almost be
2: looking for almost everybody's got an old radio in their house and what's it worth? Of course, uh, we can help you with that. Some of the more common radios are that you'll find are our Philcos and RCAs and of course Zeniths and and so on. Um, the, Common doesn't necessarily make them bad uh, or not valuable. Um, I would have to say Zenith radios especially are extremely collectible today. So if, if you have a Zenith radio, if you have any radios, we want you to give us a call. But there are radios out there that are just absolute jewels. I mean, uh, items uh, that were made of Catalin uh, back in the, in the 1930s, late 20s, early 30s. They were made by FADA, FADA, Motorola, and Catalan, and you know, just uh, beautiful works of art in, in Catalan uh, uh, plastic. You
1: right. know? Originally, they were Bakelite, right? And right. then they improved that because they, consumers wanted more color. So they created Catalan, which allowed them to create molds in white and beige so they could make more colorful radios. So I'm actually looking for an antique radio. Is there something I specific I should look for Randy? Because you know, I want I, something red. Well, Narrow it down for well, me. Well,
2: but you know, th- this is what I say to people all the time Susan. Uh I don't give advice truly on on what to buy. I I really don't because I always say this, buy what you like. When you see it, you will fall okay, in love with right. it. And and it it isn't a matter of what's it worth. Is it going to appreciate? If you buy what you like, you'll always enjoy it in your home, regardless of what the price or value is. It's always nice to know what the value is for insurance and, and, and that type of thing, and just to protect it or not. But the, uh, but the fact is, if you, if you buy what you like, you just can't go wrong.
1: All right. I'm going to start looking for Catalan Red Radio. Also, keep in mind, too, the age doesn't always mean that the radio is priceless.
2: Oh, right? goodness. So, no. like
1: 1920s radios are old, but some yeah. of the manufacturers back then make cheap, junky radios well, in those yeah,
2: days. Just like today. Um, <laughs> you know, the fact is, the average radio most people are going to find is only going to be 10 20 $30, even though, yes, it's an antique. So... We give out a lot of bad news sometimes. People don't necessarily want to hear that their items aren't worth anything. But it's something you need to know. I always say you don't want to dispose of of, of something without knowing the value. You would never throw away a lottery ticket without checking out the numbers. Right. So the same is true with old items and antiques and everything, because there are radios that can look just like one another, radios or any antiques for that matter, and one can be $20 and one can be $2,000, and you don't want to make that kind of mistake. That's too much money. sometimes
1: the parts themselves make the item worthwhile. So keep that in mind when you're looking for items in your basement or garage. You have inherited anything from your family. Give us a call at 815-923-7000. That's one way. You can email us at Donley Auctions. It's D-O-N-L-E-Y Auctions with an S at Outlook.com. Join us after the break to find out if you have anything out there that is worth something today. We'll Tell you a couple of the calls that we got. Talk a little bit
2: about Spartan radios.
1: Oh, Spartan radios and musical instruments.
2: And now
0: more of the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM five sixty. The answer.
1: We are back with the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Thanks for sticking with us during that little break on AM five sixty. The answer. I'm Susan. I'm co-owner of Donnelly Auctions. Here with my partner, Randy Donley. We own Donley Auctions in Union, Illinois. We're about 60 miles west of Chicago. Today we're talking specifically about antique phonographs, music boxes, and radios. But I also want Randy to touch a little bit on musical instruments at this point.
2: Yeah, uh, Susan, I'm so glad you brought it up because... uh While people are looking around, you know, to find out what they have, what kind of treasures they might have, never, never underestimate the value of musical instruments because, gosh, you know, so many of these things people have had for so many years, and it's just been something that's handed down. They don't necessarily give it the thought of of having real value.
1: So they're still collectible today, old musical instruments? You
2: know, it goes, obviously, by quality and name and everything. Uh, for example, I'm just going to touch on guitars for a minute. You, you can never go wrong with a, a Fender or a Gibson guitar. I mean, they're just name brands. They were quality then, quality now. And, again, in the thousands of dollars in, in most cases, uh, most of these items, banjos and, and everything. You know, at at one of our auctions, we actually sold a 1936 a D eighteen, a Martin guitar, a model D eighteen. It's a very important piece, and that auction back in twenty seventeen, back then, brought forty thousand dollars. Wow! You know, and speaking of Martin, I I have a, a quick little story. I, I always think of I had a, a woman bring me just a bunch of miscellaneous kind of junk antiques. You know, she had a lantern and a this and a that, and you know, just <laughs> just just a bunch of stuff. Um, but amongst it, all of a sudden, she had you know just thrown in the pile. Honestly, a little ukulele.
1: I remember that.
2: A- and it I'm is. looking at this ukulele, and just you know my uh, the smile on my face. Uh, uh, I- I'm sure was incredible. I- I'm looking at this, and I said, "So, what do you think this is?" And she said, "Oh, I don't know." She said, uh, "I said value. Well, you have any idea?" She said, "I don't know. Twenty, thirty dollars." I said, well, actually, it's a Martin ukulele. I said, I do believe I'll get you over $1,000 for that. I hadn't researched it yet. That was just my, my gut. And uh, of course, she couldn't believe it. You know, $1,000. No, oh, my goodness. And it brought $1,800. Oh, my gosh. It, it made
1: was her just day. so
2: neat because this is the kind of thing that happens. You just never know. No, you, you don't. And one, and one question so I fun.
1: always get, Randy, is can you sell my piano? Oh, oh, that's a tough one, isn't it? it really Let us is. tell you about
2: pianos. You know, uh, always a good Steinways. You know, again, quality brings quality money. But but even there's there's early Steinways that uh, uh, you, you've got to know the models and the numbers and, and everything and uh, all these things. Certain pianos bring money; most don't. Most unfortunately, do not. No, nope, no. Nope, I'm that telling is you. Very sad to hear. People all the time are calling me, oh, Randy, uh, just, uh, I've got an upright. Uh, just take it out of my house. Take and, it for free. Yeah, no, yeah.
1: No, you really couldn't pay us I, to take it.
2: I had an upright at one of our auctions. I couldn't sell it, couldn't sell it, couldn't sell it. So I finally one day said, hey, all the money is going to charity. We're going to give it to the church down the block. Uh, So please bid on this. This is a charity piece. And it went for $100. Oh, I couldn't have been happier. (laughs) And um, uh, they didn't take it. I called them and I said, Hey, wait a minute. The church they,
1: didn't take the piano? No,
2: no. The 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 people that bought it oh. <laughs> they paid for it. They paid the hundred dollars, but then they didn't they said, Well, we don't want the, the piano. We just donated the money. I tried it one more time. This time I got fifty. Again, they wouldn't take it. Uh the people didn't want it. They were just donating money to the church. So that was working, but I couldn't get rid of this piano. What we actually ended up doing to tell you what you know, how little value some of these things have. We actually rolled it out to the road with a sign, free, take me. And it was gone in, in a day. It did disappear, thank goodness. But it had no resale value. Wow. So.
1: That's shocking to hear. But it is reality, folks. Somebody, pianos, organs.
2: You know, took it.
1: You know. They're better as anchors for your boat. I hate to say it, but you know,
2: one thing I want to warn people about, though, is very often they uh, they find uh, autographed guitars. You know, oh, yeah. you, they'll find autographs on them and, and, and everything. And I myself went to a uh, a bar once that was closing up, and they were selling off or wanted me to sell off for them their entire uh, wall decor, and they must have had forty autographed guitars by various bands and everything yes. mm-hmm. and i said so what's the provenance i said you know these autographs and the guy smiled at me and he said what do you mean provenance and i said well how do we know they're original autographs and he said they're not
1: they were just used he, he as said, wall
2: decor put them up on the wall He said we weren't trying to sell them as being what they are. He said we bought a bunch of guitars, threw a bunch of names on them.
1: It was the photograph of the the performer.
2: It was just interesting wall art for our bar. And so we sold them accordingly. We sold them as not original autographs, display only, and they sold just fine. But you've got to be careful because... What you see is not always what you get.
1: That's right. And coming up, I think in a couple weeks, we have a special guest that we're going to schedule to talk more about vintage turntables, speakers, amps, guitars, more on the vintage end of early musical instruments, early electronics. You bet. They are hot right now, folks. So stay tuned. In a couple of weeks, we'll have a special guest talking about that. Right now, we are. Going to tell you the phone number one more time 815 923 7000. Call Donley Auctions. This is the Donley Auctions Hour on AM 560. The answer.
0: The Donley Auctions Hour continues now on AM 560. The answer.
1: We are back with the Donley Auctions Hour on AM 560. We're talking about musical instruments, antique phonographs, and I know you are itching to tell a story about <laughs> now, Stanley the, Mouse. In, in
2: the last segment, I, I touched on how important provenance can be. You know, if you find a an autographed guitar, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the real deal. You got to be very, very careful with autographed items. And uh, back a while ago, we had a auction for a Grateful Dead memorabilia. We had
1: three auctions for
2: them. We have.
1: And they were exactly as you would expect.
2: <laughs> Pretty wild. <laughs> they were wild. And, uh, of course, Stanley Mouse, uh fabulous artist, uh, the greatest uh, cover artist you'll ever find, still alive and still uh, kicking. Um, he consigned a guitar to us that he had painted. Mm -hmm. Uh, He just did a beautiful paint job on this guitar. And what better provenance than we had actually Stanley holding the guitar, playing Playing the the guitar. guitar. I mean, Stanley Mouse. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, what a guitar to have, hand-painted by Stanley Mouse. And We we
1: actually even videotaped him autographing his name. If you ever see the Stanley Mouse autograph, it takes him about... 9 minutes to sign his it, name on a piece of art incredible. and we have that on a it, video. So that's what we're talking about provenance. You got to have proof that it's the real deal. It,
2: his autograph is a work of art mm-hmm. in, in itself. So again at some point maybe we'll have Stanley on on, oh, wouldn't on that be the great? Uh, wouldn't that yeah, be he's fun? he's
1: in his 80s now. He lives yeah. in California. Yeah,
2: great guy, great guy. Wonderful we just saw man. him what 6 months ago. Yeah. But uh, let's talk about you know what we've got coming up, uh Susan because there's so much uh coming up soon. Our firearms, ammo, and military auction is February 18th and 19th.
1: Still time to consign for that, or do you think we've kind of closed the doors? Eh, I think we're done I mean, with that one.
2: Eh, maybe if somebody called us with something great. Something we, great
1: know. we can always fit it in. But let's tell them we're going to be doing another firearms and military auction in a few months. And
2: that we are. We yes. do many of those. Uh, we've got a popcorn machine and memorabilia collection uh, uh, collection coming up March 11th. That one,
1: real quick, I just want to let everyone know it's going to be online only. Now, we do have a different type of auction depending on the merchandise we get. Sometimes they're online on our bidding platforms only, and sometimes, most of the time, you can actually come in live and be in person at our auctions as well.
2: Uh, Good point to make on that, too, because the license plate auction, March 12th, is live uh, or not live. It's online only. That's correct. You can only
1: bid online.
2: Right, right, right. On the Internet.
1: And we're going to talk more about that, too, in upcoming episodes, about how to actually bid at our auctions. If you want to mm-hmm. bid from home, if you want to come out and visit us. Can I just say real quick, if you do come out to one of our live auctions, we have complimentary coffee and donuts. <laughs> and My and yeah, pizza and beer at lunchtime. So we do try to make the in-house, live, in-person auction experience an event.
2: Okay, real quickly, too. Don't forget... Antique phonographs, records, and music, March 25th and 26th. Still
1: time to consign for that.
2: Oh, yes. And the Spring Classic, where we do cars, motorcycles, gas pumps, bars, back bars, chandeliers. That's coming up April 28th and 29th It's one of our premier auctions, the April Spring Classic.
1: That's the one that we partner with the Chicagoland Coin-Op Show in Grace Lake. So if you can end up going to that show, the auction is... Is part of that event as well.
2: We're kind of the evening entertainment evening for that, entertainment. right? Yeah, and, and don't miss that slot machine and jukebox show. Always a fun time that's in Grays
1: Lake. Right. In Grace Lake, that's right. So, coming up next week, we're going to talk about Thomas Edison a little bit, some musical instruments, kind of on the vintage level of things, and then how you can bid at an auction. I mean, we talk about how you can consign. Let's talk about how you can bid. For now, I'm Susan.
2: And I'm Randy Donnelly. And and we'll we'll see you at at the auction. auction.
0: Thanks for listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Check out all the latest information on upcoming auctions and collectibles at donnellyauctions.com. And while you're there, you can contact someone about buying or selling your collectibles or estates. That's donnellyauctions.com.